welcome to the I'm Such a Pisces podcast. We're two friends taking an explorative journey into all things astrology and a little woo. I'm Christine. I'm a creative, intuitive counselor and coach and astrology enthusiast. We Pisces like to wear all the hats. You can find me on IG at the Dreamy Piscean. And I'm Shelby. I am a licensed social worker, a big feelings person, and a light skeptic. Uh, here to learn all the astrological things. You can find me on Twitter at Shelby Tweeting and being a Cancer Rising on Instagram at Shelby Cooking Things. Welcome to our show. Hey, hey, y'all. Welcome back to the I'm Such a Pisces podcast. I'm Shelby. And I'm Christine. Yay! Christine, how are you? Who, girl? <laughs> I feel like every week I'm like, ooh. I'm yeah. always, you know, it's it's after work, so it's it's always like a, oh, yeah, yeah. it's been a day. It's been a week. A week. It's but a also, week. it's there's some good things in there. There have been good things. There are highlights. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, there's... It's just a lot, a lot going on. We're getting close to the the winter break, you know. Again, I work in the school, yes. and so I am ready, ready to go. <laughs> Man, the work up to holiday breaks when you work in a school is like there's nothing quite like it. It's like literally everybody puts everything off, but all the kids are like going nuts. Mm-hmm. Like they're so ready to be done. The energy is crazy. I mean, I heard yeah. something even crazier today that I will probably not say on the mic. <laughs> Don't want to incriminate anyone. Ooh, 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 okay, <laughs> not myself, but you know. Um, well, you know, it's sad season still, so we're still we're in that energy. We're in that kind of chaotic Mercury is in retrograde. I don't want to. Oh my god! Little... Yeah. Okay, I've been thinking about that a lot because I felt like it's like right about to be a little. I'm gonna get a little bit of a Christmas break. I don't work in a school anymore, but I do get yeah. like a little bit of time off. But I feel like this whole week was crazy busy for me, even though normally my job is pretty like low key. But I've been all over the place today and yesterday and the day before. It's just been kind of wild. So I'm just like, okay, is it because the Mercury retrograde is in Capricorn? Mm-hmm. Is that like doing something to my like my work life? My like because I I think about Capricorn having to do a lot with career. Right. Do you think those things are related in any way? So now, so the thing is. Capricorn is more about career, but remember Virgo is about your like your day to day work life. Mm. So like your day in day out, mm-hmm. that's more of Virgo energy. And right. So then okay. Capricorn becomes more of like your overall career and reputation. It's more yes. of that like broad sense or that front facing mm. kind of energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. Okay, that's interesting. So I'm kind of like, I also had an experience recently where I ran into a coworker who, you know, we mostly like I have to do a lot of stuff in person and with families and stuff. But my Mm -hmm. actual office is mostly virtual. So like I we don't really see each other ever. We don't really know each other that well outside of this very specific work context. And we saw each other at a bar the other night. (laughs) And it was like, oh, like, I feel like both of us had like a different perception of each other all of a sudden because we saw we were like in the same place. And I was just like, oh, what an interesting experience this was. And that was right before the retrograde started. So Mm. I don't know. Interesting. Interesting things to think about and consider during the ye olde retrograde. Yeah, I just was like, hmm, let me let me rethink 
speaking uh-huh. about that specific yeah. thing, you know, on the mm-hmm. mic. Um, <laughs> not about myself, but you know. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. You Sometimes know. you gotta be a little, leave a little mystery for everybody. Leave a little you know? mystery. That's fun. <laughs> yeah, it's crimes happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. you wouldn't cool. believe how many crimes happen so in the social service crimes. industry. It's mm. gross out there sometimes. Mm. <laughs> anyway. Well, well, it's not us. Let me just say that. Right. It ain't us social yeah, folk. No. And Absolutely not. <laughs> not us counseling not. and social worker folk. It's them educator folk. Anyway. I might be committing some crimes off outside of work that have nothing to do with work, but that's right. a different story. You know? Mm. That's all I can say. Uh, what'd you call but, me the other day? Your little your little klepto friend. My little klepto friend. <laughs> <laughs> I got my little klepto friend over here. Uh, yeah. Little Santa thirty three problem. <laughs> Ooh, ooh, I'm reco- I'm trying to recover. I'm trying to be a recovering klepto. You know, it's hard. Anyway, should we see what CoStar has to say about it? Let's see what CoStar has to say. Okay, this is the first time I'm looking at this today. So it says, sometimes happiness is so big it engulfs your ego. Oh. Yeah. Is that... Is, that's good, right? I think so. Right? Like, yeah, your it happiness engulfs the is, ego. So it's, it's like, ah. Oh. So I'm not it's all even... consuming. Yeah, I love like, it. Okay. Yeah. Yes. So maybe I'm in for some some happiness today. Some good vibes. I don't know. I hope I hope you have had happiness today. <laughs> She's like, my, hopefully I mean, I'm in for it. I'm like, well, it's kind of towards the end of the day. <laughs> I hope some it's, has already happened. <laughs> it's been a pretty good day. It's been okay. a very content day, but not like a you know a happiness engulfing the ego kind of day. So yeah, I, I feel. <laughs> We'll see. The days, we've still got a few hours left. Maybe something big will happen later. Right. <laughs> um, let's see. So my dues today include tiaras. Okay. Um, this is a word I do not know. Rococo? R-O-C-O-C-O? Rococo? I don't know what no, that is. No, I don't know Rococo. Now we've got to look it up because, you know. We're going to do a live. search. Uh, <laughs> Rococo. Oh, oh Rococo okay. It's style. an art style. Oh, architecture. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> this is, okay. It's like so, late Baroque. Yes. Um, characterized by lightness, elegance, exuberance, use of curving natural forms, it's very like French. Yes, it looks it's, very I've royal. seen all the French, French things here. Yeah. Okay. So we're we're luxurious today. We're in our tiaras. Okay. We're Rococo. doing rococo and confetti. Oh yeah, that's all. Yeah, that all goes together. Mm-hmm. It's very like it's okay. giving Marie Antoinette. Look, it and is. who and who came up in my search? <laughs> Marie Antoinette, Marie or Antoinette. you know, okay. Kirsten Dunst as Marie Antoinette. Well. <laughs> You know what I'm going to do after this podcast is have some cake and eat it too. Okay. You know, have a little champagne, a little, yes. you know, prosec, you know, whatever. Hey. We can, we can do that. We fancy I did, okay. Today. The other day I bought some uh, edible glitter packets. Oh. So I can make some fancy cocktails with edible glitter. Okay. I was like, really? oh, what are we doing with the edible glitter? Of course, of course, that's where you went with it. I was thinking I was I would put it in a little bit of cute little cocktail and some champagne or something, a nice little batch cocktail. But Christine's oh. like, uh huh. What are we doing with it? Remember when we talked about cheaters and catching them with glitter? <laughs> right. Open your mouth. You got glitter on your tongue? Where you been putting that glitter? Where you been putting that? Huh? Yeah. 
Oh, my part. Just Aries. Just Aries inside. Just, it won't rest. It just rest. can't. It won't be tamed. <laughs> it won't um, be tamed. <laughs> so my don'ts this week include top 40. Oh. Which is good. All right. I've, mostly I've been, if any chance I had to listen to something today, I was listening to an audio book, so that's cool. Oh, nice. Um, superlatives and parading around. Oh, all right. Well. So I can be like, I can be... French in my tiara with my confetti, but I have to do it within the confines of my own house. I cannot yes. parade about. And you should not parade about in the house either. So you should just right. kind of just luxuriate on your own. I guess. Sit, luxuriate, <laughs> be a little languid, put on a fancy silk dress or something. Like, yeah. Okay. I'll work on that. I'll work yes. on that. <laughs> what do you have for us today, Christine? So today, CoStar says... The most important people are the ones who care about you. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's, well, that's very touching. Yeah, yeah. It is. Those are the most important people to me, at least. I mean, yeah. You would think. I would hope so. Right? I guess. The this feels like one of those fortune about cookies. Me, you know? This feels like a fortune cookie that's just a statement. Like, <laughs> okay, yeah. Like, yeah, yes, right. Exactly. Right. We, Confirmed. Yes. 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 <laughs> I agree. Mm-hmm. Good job. <laughs> uh, so today, uh, do cocooning. Okay. Okay. We might do okay. that tonight. Well, yes. We're definitely going to do that tonight. Um, <laughs> first aid kit. Hope not. For hope, what? Hope it's not right? needed. I hope it's not needed. <laughs> Still, you know, it's a little bit more of the night to come. I hope, hope there's yeah. no reason for a first aid kit. Um, (laughs) and low light. Well, okay. I mean, again, after we're done, um, (laughs) otherwise Shelby couldn't see me in here. (laughs) I mean, I would be glad to do this in the dark, but it would be a little hard to, you know, I do love to read a facial expression from time to time at the very least. It's like, you know, I am black y'all, you know, I can't just be in here in the dark. You know, I could turn on my little vibe lights, but you know. (laughs) still just gonna be a little shadow yeah um, we gotta have not some gonna do that to my girl <laughs> <laughs> we gotta be doing this for a little while together we at least need you know want to see right. each other <laughs> right let me see how you've progressed since since i've moved away you know right. <laughs> so my don'ts burnt toast no thank okay. you never want to nope. do that frankly mm-hmm. nope um put it off don't put it off don't mm. put it off well that's a message I probably need to hear frequently. <laughs> right. I'm like, oh, I don't think I've put anything off today. So I think I think we're in the clear. Um, and blame games. Mm, okay. I'm, so I'm taking accountability. Yeah. I was going to say, it's really encouraging you to be responsible today. Yeah. I've been, I feel like I've, I've been there. I've been in a good mm. space. We're doing good. Okay. So that's okay. my co-star, you know. Okay. I'm all about that first aid kit, you know? Like, <laughs> I, hopefully you don't need it. I'm like, but do I if have you do, one? <laughs> if you do, at least you have, oh, hopefully you have one. Yeah. I think I'm going to go check one. I think I do, but I think now I'm going to go check. Maybe that was what it was. It was just telling yeah, me to check and make sure I have make one sure. on hand. You know, it's mercury retrograde. Yeah. It doesn't hurt Accidents. to be prepared. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. Okay. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Costar. Uh, um let's see so do we have do we have some polls to check in on oh yes yes we sure do so last week um we asked asked the people 
Would you rather have them, again, your mm-hmm. significant them, other, benefactors, sugar peoples, mm-hmm. um, would you rather them buy you diamonds or land? And? And an overwhelming 100% <laughs> of uh, voters so far said, I'm a landlady or lad. <laughs> I don't know why I put the question in there like that. Like yeah, I liked Good. it. I liked it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we're voting for land. So. <laughs> yep. In this economy, you want diamonds in this economy, right? Like, come it's on. Just, it's just it's not. Yeah, the math wasn't mathing for the diamonds. So. Nope. <laughs> we're we're gonna have land, and then maybe we'll buy a diamond once we have our land. There we go. There we go. There we go. Just you Let know, cart before it. the horse. There we go. <laughs> Um, we also had one response to one of our more open-ended questions from a couple weeks ago um, in our episode about red flags. We had uh, Trash Gremlin. <laughs> hey, Trash Gremlin! Thank you. thank you for always responding to our little polls. Yes. Um, they, we asked what your personal red flags were in relationships, and they said financial instability. Mm. Um, and I think, you know... I'm, I, I agree with this, not because I'm saying I wouldn't date anybody who didn't have a lot of money, but also, like, I'm at the age where I'm like, I need you to have your shit together, okay? Mm, <laughs> like, mm-hmm, I don't mm-hmm. want to be responsible for that. I cannot take on any more debt than I already have. Listen, okay, I need you to take care of me. Hello? Hello? Uh, yeah. Hello. Right. So, financial, you know, financial me. instability. Yeah. <laughs> support me, bitch. Support and... Me. They they also said also does he call his mom an appropriate amount of times? So mm. I think that could go either way because if you're calling your mom for every little thing, I'm like, mm-hmm. what's wrong with you? Yeah, y'all talk too much on y'all. But yeah. if you never call your mom, call your mom. Like, yeah. what's your mom? You know, be yeah. A, we be want a you good... to have a, a good relationship. We just don't want you to be enmeshed. Yes, codependent. Exactly. Yeah, Those and don't things are don't scary. your mom when your mom calls you and she's like, "Hey, haven't talked to you in a while," and you're like, "Ugh, I gotta go." No, just it's just just humor your mom. Talk to your mom. See what she's up to. Don't you yeah. care? You know. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like yeah. I think I think having the balance there is key. So I would agree with both of those. Absolutely. Also, trash gremlin, are you an earth sign? Mm. Doesn't this up. feel like this? This feels Earth. like an Earth sign vibe. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm like, does. I feel like I feel like Trash Gremlin was the one that said that they did not like Taurus and Gemini, but I also am like, oh. Tauruses really don't like financial instability. So I wonder if you are also a Taurus, um, right? Because sometimes <laughs> you just might you don't... just might not like to date other Tauruses. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? I just went and looked. It looked like, it, I think it was somebody else who said that they did oh, not want okay, to date a Gemini and Taurus. Okay, but, never mind. It's not Trash Gremlin. Uh, okay. Trash Gremlin did reply to another one where they um, they gave us their favorite sense. So also, oh, okay, yes. It's okay. still giving Earth sign. <laughs> yes, okay. Trash Gremlin, are you an Earth sign? Yes. Tell us more. Tell us, us who up. you are. Tell <laughs> us up, right? You want to be on the pod? I don't know. <laughs> Send us a voice note, Trash Gremlin. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, do you want to take a quick quick break and then we can come back with some relatable content? Yeah, let's let's come back with some relatable content. <laughs> All right. 
All right, we are back with the relatable content. Uh, I don't know why I'm talking like we are in ballroom. So, um, (laughs) I don't know, it just came out. Um, So, we don't have a lot of relatable content this week. And, you know, this might not even be relatable for everyone. I mean, sometimes it's not relatable at all. Yeah, that's it's relatable to somebody. It's relatable to someone, you know. Uh, who knows? We'll see. Maybe not even relatable to me, but it's all right. It's relatable because so um, today we are going to talk about a celebrity birth chart, which we haven't mm. done in a little bit. So I was we like, haven't. hey, let's do one today. Okay. Um, so I was, you know, somewhere on the internet this week. Mm-hmm. Always. Somewhere, you know, somewhere. I never know where I am. I feel like every week I'm like, I don't know where I found this. I don't know where I heard this. Just, How did we end up here? I don't know, but here it is, this information. So um, Taylor Swift is Time Magazine's Person of the Year oh, for 2023. Yeah. That's right. Shout out T. to her. Swift herself. Um, um can I ask you before you give us her yeah. celeb birth chart? Do you Absolutely. have strong feelings about Taylor Swift, one way or the other? Um, not strong feelings. No, not mm-hmm. strong. I don't yeah. know. I just, you know, I watched her documentary on Netflix mm-hmm. a little while back. Was maybe it good? A year or two ago. I, it was not, yeah, it was interesting. Yeah. I was okay. interested. I was, you know, okay. I watched it all. Yeah, I feel so, like yeah. that. <laughs> I, I gotta say, I, I really I, I enjoy... I respect her. I respect her. I respect I think her. that's what it is. Mm-hmm. I respect her. I've tried really hard several times to like her music, and it doesn't... It's, some of it is catchy, but for the most part, it just does not really do it for me, and a lot of people tell me that I'm very wrong about that, <laughs> but it's just not my thing. Um, but I have to say, recently she has done a lot for the city that I live in. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Because <laughs> she's dating Travis Kelsey, who okay. plays on the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. You know, she's she's been here in Kansas City quite a bit. Like, she, you know, she's she's brought several uh, several things here that I think wouldn't have otherwise been here. A lot of publicity. A lot of people are talking about Kansas City in a way that I don't think people ever really gave a fuck about a Midwestern city prior to this you know right so i you know it's something it's something i mean and i have to you know i guess i have to like mention this story now because we're talking about taylor swift Mm -hmm. and i you know can't forget about the time that i met taylor swift right yeah have we told this on the pod before i don't know we've told this on the pod so here we are so (laughs) some years ago um you know if i don't know I don't remember how much I tell about what I do outside Mm -hmm. of whatever and all the things I do. So I'm a creative, right? So um, I live in a craft store, Mm -hmm. particularly, you know, like a Michael's, a Hobby Lobby, a Joanne. Mm -hmm. Um, We love it. So there's a Michael's um, that I frequent here in town, Mm -hmm. and it is probably like the central Michael's in Nashville. Um, Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm just bebopping around, right? I'm in my Bebopping around in the mic. Literally bebopping around because I'll be coming in there for one thing and find all, you know, it's a problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, find all kind of things. So I find myself, I'm like walking down this, uh, I think I was in like the frames aisle. And 
I'm walking down. I walk past this girl. She's dressed real nice. Like, had on a red dress. I was like, you know, she looks nice. Um, But I'm just walking past her because I'm just going over here. Uh Um, And then I think I I saw her on another aisle or something. And, like, there was this man, right, that was, like, weird, but he he was, like, around. And he was, like, looking at me weird. And I was, like, what is up with this man? And so then, I, you know, I'm still, again, bebopping <laughs> around, around the Michaels, okay, okay. in another yeah. aisle. And I, like, hear these girls, and they're, like, giggling. And, I'm, you know, it's just, like, strange behavior happening in the Michaels today. I'm, like, what like, is what's going, going on? on? Right? Like, <laughs> this is me, again, in my own world. <laughs> It's so very Piscean of you. So I'm just, very Again, also minding my business, okay? Of course. Of course. Mind <laughs> just, your own business. I'm yeah. In here shopping for the crafts and things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so <laughs> I get to the register uh, or into the line. And if anyone, well, even, even those many years ago, that Michael's just always so busy. Like the line mm-hmm. is always long in that Michael's. Mm-hmm. And so now they've got like, the they've got like basically their own little use scan situation oh, in there um, okay. because they can't keep it staffed um, yeah. <laughs> just to help the flow but you know it's just always busy in there so anyway I'm in the line and like I finally hear this these girls and this woman who's someone's mom um, and they're like Taylor Swift was in here and I'm like <laughs> I mean you know, they're like, I mean, they're like, I mean, I'm like this. Okay. This explains it all. Like these that girls. That was the lady in the red dress. Listen, I'm like, Ew. these girls running around the store giggling. I'm like, what's going mm-hmm. on? Like, it's just it's all real weird sense. today in here. And so then I actually, you know, get outside and there people are out there trying to take pictures with her. And so, you know, I wasn't, you know, worried about it. But these, the girls that were in line in front of me, behind me, whatever. Something was going on with their phone at the time. And this was years ago, years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> something was going on with it. So I was like, oh, I I can take the picture. You know, mm-hmm. and so I took it with my phone. And so I right. have this picture <laughs> of Taylor Swift <laughs> with these four ladies or three girls and one like grown woman. <laughs> Oh my god! Like it's probably somewhere still in my Google Photos. Like, if you find not it, can me. we post it? Can we post it on the pod account? We can. So we can just be like, look look, Christine was the photographer. I was the photographer, so but you will not see me in any pictures with Taylor because I didn't. Yeah, that was just not. It wasn't for me. But um, sure, <laughs> that was the sure. time that I met Taylor. Taylor Amazing. Swift. She was Amazing. tiny. I was just like, oh my god. It was She's like, so small. It, like the, yeah, <laughs> I was like, she was tiny. I was like, it was striking. It was, it was striking to me. I was like, oh, wow. Interesting. <laughs> like, you always small. expect a celebrity to be like a little taller or have like a stature because, yeah. you know, their, like, oh their presence. <laughs> but I don't know. I'm curious though. Tell, tell us about her. Can you tell us about her birth chart? I want to know what, so let's what her talk deal about is. Taylor's birth chart. Taylor Swift is a Sagittarius. Mm-hmm. Sag Sun. So, okay. So, <laughs> I pulled up her birth chart on Astro Seek, and now I'm like, why is it not pulling right back up? Um, 
but I did pull out some of her planets just because things like this happen when I'm trying to look for things. <laughs> um, so Taylor is a Sagittarius sun, a mm-hmm. Cancer moon. Mm-hmm. She has a Capricorn ascendant. Oh. So that's okay. her big three. So mm-hmm. Sag, Cancer, Cap. Mm-hmm. So um, I always it's always interesting when you see the... The opposition, even as so the moon and the ascendant are in opposition. So mm. it's just always interesting to see those in an in individual. I always wonder how that plays out yeah, for them. Yeah, how that plays out. Yeah. I mean, clearly for her, it's playing out pretty well. I don't know <laughs> if that has anything to do with that or if that's that's some other shit going on for her. But it's yeah. she's doing great. <laughs> she's, she's doing great. Definitely she's doing, doing great. great. She, she is the person of the year. Um mm-hmm. Her Mercury is also Capricorn. Mm-hmm. She has a she has a big Capsellium also. We'll just mm-hmm. go ahead okay. and call that. I mean, um, that, see all the money she's making right now. Like, yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm, that, mm-hmm. that makes sense. <laughs> that Capsellium is active. Um, so Mercury's in Capricorn. Venus is in Aquarius. Oh, same, Ooh. same, girl. Yeah, look at you. <laughs> same vibes. Mars is in Scorpio. Ooh. See, that's, I'm okay. like, she be doing it to him, see? Yeah, Taylor she gets got, down low key. Like, she, yeah. I was like, we, we see you, Taylor. We expect it, uh-huh. but we see it. I, I'm, I almost would expect it, because I'm oh, like, she doing you? something to them men. Oh, uh, yeah. That's true. That's, that's yeah. true. She's doing something to these men. That's, that's very clear. <laughs> we don't know what. But she's doing something. She's doing something. It's mysterious, right? Okay. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. Scorpio is active. I'm like, okay, I see you, girl. I see you. Active. Um, Saturn. Did, wait, did I do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Saturn is in Capricorn. Mm-hmm. Jupiter is in Capricorn. Neptune okay. is in Capricorn. Uranus wow. is in Capricorn. Okay. That's a lot of Capricorn <laughs> of energy, okay? Everybody, yeah. everything. Interesting. And then Pluto is in Scorpio. Right. Pluto and Scorpio generation. So okay. that's just that's those are interesting vibes. So also what we found on AstroSeek um is that Taylor oh you know okay I I realized what happened mm-hmm. <laughs> to the chart. Um she has a Lilith, her black Lilith is in Scorpio. And I was like, oh, oh. Dark. Mm-hmm. That's dark. Mm-hmm. Very dark. Yeah, she's got a dark side <laughs> for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have her Chiron is in Cancer. Okay. So maybe some, um, I don't know, some things about home, some mm-hmm. healing as far as home or the family in that area. Maybe there's something so, there. I, you you looked this up and it of course made me go all right well let's let's look up a Mr. Travis Kelsey and see if Ooh. they complement each other mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. Um, the first thing I saw I didn't say this but the first thing I saw when I googled Travis Kelsey birth chart um, was uh, an article I think from uh, maybe Medium Medium dot com or something like that mm-hmm. and it was just an article that said sorry to say it. But Travis Kelsey's birth chart looks a lot like John Mayer's, which is Taylor's previous boyfriend. Oh, <laughs> interesting. So I thought that was interesting. They have a pretty big age gap because um, Travis Kelsey it seems to be the same around the same age as Taylor. They're both um, they were both born in 1989. 
Okay. So mm-hmm. that, yeah, kind of kind of tracks. But, um, yeah, I just kind of wanted to see. So he, now that I'm looking at this, there is a lot of things that feel complimentary and that are interesting to me. So okay. um, he's a Libra. His okay. birthday is October 5th. But he has a Sag moon. Right. Mm-hmm. So I feel like somebody who has the same moon sign as your sun sign like that. That could kind of vibe. Yeah, absolutely. His Mercury is in Virgo. OK. Um, uh-huh. His Venus is in Scorpio. Mm, OK. His Mars that. is in Libra, which I think is interesting. That is interesting. His Jupiter is in Cancer. Um, okay. And then he also has Saturn, uh, Uranus, and Neptune in Capricorn. And then, of course, he's also part of the Pluto right. and Scorpio generation. Um, yes. I also saw here that his Chiron is also in Cancer, like is uh, is also Cancer. So they have like a They've, similar. Yeah. They, th- what is his birthday again? Uh, October 5th. Okay, and then her birthday is she's Sag. So yeah, I mean that that makes sense because they're born close together. Right. That some of that will be the same. So like that Chiron, like all of that's kind of just still in the same, not in the same place, but still mm-hmm. in the same sign yes. um, during that time. So yeah, okay. So they've yeah. got a lot of similar energy and some some energy that works well together. Yeah. Yeah. Some. Matching earth energy, matching air energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you know, hopefully they they stay compatible, and you know, we'll see we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. <laughs> watch watch what happens. We we don't know. Um, so that's all I got for you for uh, the relatable content today. We're just okay. we're just gonna talk about you know that birth chart. Taylor, you know what? I think that's okay because I think we're gonna have. Um, we haven't really talked about our meats yet, but I think mm-hmm. we're gonna have some big hearty meats for y'all We've got coming up. Hearty meats. You're gonna get real full <laughs> today, okay? We're gonna yes. get full. <laughs> okay, so let's take a quick break and then we will come back with these heavy meats. <laughs> hey, hey, y'all! Welcome back to the. What did I say before the break? The big, the heavy heavy meats? Christine was like, it's very clear that you don't eat meat. I was like, yeah, you're right. Although, you know, sometimes you eat meat and it just like sits in your stomach and it's like, you know, you get the sweats. Like that's, that's probably the kind of meat we're about to eat right now. Oh no. Oh, I hope not. I hope, I hope it's not. I hope it's not like that. That feels like, you know, foodborne illness or <laughs> have something. You ever, you know? like, have you oh, ever been God. to the Brazilian steakhouse and you just ate too much meat? You know? I think I have to. I mean, see, that's why I, the Brazilian steakhouse is truly, like, wasted on me. Because I, I will not over right eat like i'm just not gonna eat past a certain point like and it's, and it's like, so easy to do there, there. It, yeah you kind of have to it's like kind of the requirement yeah there. It's, it's just like it's so yeah. much it's like okay that's it's yeah i don't know who this is for but it's not for me <laughs> it's <laughs> like, not for christine that's for sure but i had that's the experience sure. it was cool it you know but yeah i'm like it's they like me in a buffet a really good Huh. Yeah, it is. It's kind of a. It's sort of like a buffet. It's maybe supposed to be a little more upscale. Well, yeah. Oh, say, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yes. No, but it's the same. <laughs> exactly right. Like it's the same idea. But they do usually have a fire ass salad bar, and I do love a fancy salad. No, you know? yes, yes. 
Yes. Just, you know, it's like, I was just, I was making my personal comparison for buffets because, well, one, I don't like buffets, but secondly. They're kind of gross. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't <laughs> yeah. actually like buffets, but secondly, I only ever eat one plate anyway. Like, right. I'm only going right. to eat this one plate and then I'm going to get this little swirl of ice cream. Um, yep. <laughs> yep. Give me that soft serve. Please. That's what we're doing. Maybe some yeah. peach cobbler. But at, anyway. <laughs> I don't anyway, know how I got here. We got, um, well, because the meats are heavy. So what are we talking yes, about today, so Christine? Today. What are we talking about today? Today we are talking about the age of Aquarius. Yes. Finally, we're here. We're talking about it. Yes. We're talking we're about it. it. We've been talking about it for like two, three seasons. And here we are. We but finally here we did are. it. Season four. We're making things happen. You know, Didn't was... your uh, co-star just say to like, you know do finish come back around well, i can't remember what it said i don't know <laughs> it said something related to this that i'm just like yeah we're doing it we finished it we completed the task we completed the task we finished the we, we've closed the loop um, we <laughs> so we are finally talking about the age of aquarius and you know i think maybe i was just like i was intimidated by it for a minute like there's so much like there's so much like how can i like do all the research that I need to do. And so, right. you know, sometimes we just, you know, we trip ourselves out. So here we are. We're here. We're ready. We're so here. we're talking the age of Aquarius. Many people have heard about this age. Maybe you've heard mm-hmm. it in a 70s song or something. You know, maybe mm-hmm. you've heard about it referred to in astrology. Mm-hmm. Maybe you've just heard about Aquariuses. I don't know. <laughs> But, I mean, if you've been listening to this podcast at all, you definitely have. Hello, dear Aquarius man. Right. Um, <laughs> so we are not talking about Aquarius men today or women um, or anyone else. We are talking about the age of Aquarius. So what is the age of Aquarius? What is an astrological age? Yeah. What do, please what do, do we mean me. when we say this? Right. So when we're talking about an age, we're talking about a great age. And that is associated with the position of the March equinox and that the age lasts about 26,000 years. Oh, my God. I did not realize it was that much time. That's so long. It's a lot of years. 26,000. What the fuck was happening 26,000 years ago? What was happening? I don't, I don't even know. Like, I don't, yeah, I don't know. What, yeah, I don't even know. So, <laughs> well, there, you know, there is some astrology books that, you know, talk about what was happening in the ages, but we're not talking, that right. is not our episode topic today. It's, we're specifically focusing on this age of Aquarius, but if you want to do a little research and get into some ages, you can, you know, get into like those how that shaped our, you know, human history and the things that were going on in those times. Um, so each age is going to represent the time the sun spent, sent, spends <laughs> in a sign's constellation. So the age is going to last about 2,000 years, right? So we have a great age, 26,000 years, and then you have an age... That is the t- the sign the time the sun spins in the sign's constellation. That is two thousand years. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> okay, that makes sense. So, earlier this year, March twenty twenty three, 
the location of the sun on the March equinox was in the constellation of Pisces, Mm -hmm. but also was on the border of Aquarius. Okay. So, most astrologers believe that the age of Pisces began around the year of 200. Okay, so we're talking like... 2,000 year increments. Yes. Not, not the 26,000 years. Not the great age. Years. But okay. we're talking about Got it. the age. Okay. Yes. Um, and so, I know it gets, yeah, it gets kind of like <laughs> great age, age, great age. Yeah. Age. Um, so, the last age, or I'm sorry, the age of Pisces began around the year 200. So, mm-hmm. that would place the age of Aquarius beginning within the next few hundred years. Okay. And so there are differences of opinion on this. So there's no clear date of when exactly the age of Aquarius begins. And I'm, when I tell you there are differences of opinions. Is that just because we can't like see it? Like we don't have, how do we, why is there so many variations I, of opinion? Like, I think, so I'm, I don't really know exactly why there's so much like variance other than like, I think when we talk about, I, I, I think of it in this way, and it this might not be right at all, but this is just my theory. So okay. we're going to run with it. Okay. Okay. So I think it. about it like when we talk about like any kind of shadow period or anything, right? So oh, like, right. we have this age that's this like 2000 or 20, a great age, 26,000 years. Like, to, so think about the shadow on that, right? Like, mm-hmm. the, the kind right. of the... It's going to be a long, a long time. Yeah. Several, several lifetimes for Right, us, right. So, like, when, when, when does that energy really start kicking in? So, it's like, mm-hmm. even if we're not in the exact age of Aquarius, we might be in that shadow, if you will. Mm-hmm. Right. And then, so Got we it. might be starting to feel some of those effects. So I think maybe that can kind of mm-hmm. attribute <clears throat> to why there's so much um, <laughs> conflict. No, variety. Uh, con- <laughs> variety, variety. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the okay, variety of it. opinions on when this when this actually starts. So um, some say this new age was ushered in back in March 2021 when we mm-hmm. saw the conjunction of Jupiter and Saturn in Aquarius, right? And so that happens once every once every 800 years. Okay. So some people were like, okay, that was about the time where it started. Um, and so it would likely be safe to say at this point that we are at least in the shadow, right? We're in the mm-hmm. shadow. Um, so whether or not it has started exactly, I think we're starting to feel some effects. For sure. Okay. Tell so, us about it. The age of Aquarius is often associated with themes of innovation, progress, mm-hmm. and the shifts towards collective consciousness. Mm-hmm. It's believed that it's going to bring advancements in technology and a greater focus on humanitarian efforts and a more interconnected global community. Ooh, I fucking hope so, because, man, we could really use that right now. <laughs> so, now, you know, if we think about it, Think, I mean, think about how interconnected we are as a global community already, though. You know, think mm-hmm. about how social media works and sure. how we are, you know, we're becoming more connected where before 
we didn't have those kind of connections to mm-hmm. people outside of our immediate community, you know? Um, yeah. So, like, we're already, you know, we're making those connections now. Those The, the greater focus on humanitarian efforts... Mm-hmm. We would like to yeah. see them. Um, <laughs> Maybe that's a little later in the age. Because <laughs> we're, we we're like not doing nearly enough. Them. Um, yeah. You know, we're seeing, of course, seeing a lot of advancements in the technology. Um, so the age of Aquarius also has a lot to do with, you know, the good of the group, right? So mm-hmm. remember, we talk about Aquarius. That's, you know, community and, you know, mm-hmm. um, our you know society people Mm -hmm. around us so we're thinking about what's good for the group personal detachment Mm -hmm. um and concerns for the eclectic whole eclectic you know aquarius you know the eclectic whole of course um it's about to get weird yeah so now when we talk about one sign we can you know get some information from thinking about its opposite Mm -hmm. um so the opposite of aquarius is leo and so Leo believes in individual sovereignty and has yeah. passionate feelings and the ability to decide for oneself the appropriate course of action. Hmm. So, you know, we can pull some of that axial energy, if mm-hmm. you will, um, from Leo. So okay. do we see themes of this dichotomy starting to play out in our current society? What do you think? So you like um I don't know because like I said I'm I think in some ways yes like I agree like the social media and the interconnectedness I do think that people are sort of like have their eyes open and are like kind of craving more of a communal space more so than they were before mm-hmm. um in a you know societal kind of way like we're trying to move towards more humanitarian stuff but there's just so much in the way of that happening right now I feel like so you know maybe there's some some stuff there that's gonna be overcome in the next few few years or few hundred years or (laughs) whatever yeah yeah I think um I think about this age of Aquarius and like thinking about this, the shift towards that collective consciousness and thinking about even thinking about consciousness in and of itself and, you know, how there's Aquarius kind of gives to towards when we get into like spirituality, if you will, like it definitely leans towards esoteric. It definitely leans towards Mm -hmm. kind of like a little more (laughs) forward Mm -hmm. thinking or, you know, different Mm -hmm. thinking. Um, And so, you know, maybe some conspiracies even, (laughs) you Mm -hmm. know, it's going to lend towards some of that energy. Um, And so it's, it's just, it's interesting to see that kind of pop out. And then you think about the age of Pisces, um, there was more religious influence and so we're kind of starting to see a little shift in that. Um, mm-hmm. I think there's a shift societally with like churches and churches where churches were more powerful in the community, maybe that that's uh-huh. maybe starting to shift differently generationally. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think some of that is this age of Aquarius energy, like, you know, the younger generations are attuned in just a different way. Um, 
and just might not be leaning as much on um, religion. And so mm-hmm. it's it's interesting to just kind of notice some of these themes kind of play out and like, you know, hmm, I wonder how that's related. Um, yeah. So that was just, you know, just a little question I had. Um, so just a quick little Aquarius refresher. Um, well, I, I thought I was going to do that. My computer likes to jump around. Oh, I have um, the Aquarius refresher pulled up if you'd like yeah, me to. Go, yeah, hit us go with ahead. the Aquarius refresher. So uh, if you have been listening to our podcast, hopefully this is a refresher for you. But if you just started, you know, here's Aquarius. So um, it's ruled by the two signs. Um, Saturn is the traditional ruler. And then um, Uranus is the modern ruler of Aquarius. Saturn represents the way we structure our world, right? Daddy Saturn. We stay talking about Daddy Saturn here. Yeah. It makes sure that we have this solid foundation and sort of keeps us on track towards our goals. Um, But we may find out that we have to make some revisions or run into delays, which is... Yeah, I'm just a lot, a lot of Saturn energy there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it also gives us some clarity about where we're going. So, you know, we're headed in the right direction. Um, Uranus is, like, this makes more sense to me is the modern ruler because it, it shatters the status quo. It, like, mm-hmm. overcomes the old concepts, like, exactly what you were talking about, things changing with religion and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so, like, things that have run their course or outlived their usefulness, like you think about early societies had religion to explain things that they didn't know how to explain otherwise in mm-hmm. a lot of ways or you know like yeah i don't know if, if people are like pulling away from churches like you don't necessarily need a church to survive you know in a lot of other ways anymore so that's something that's yeah. interesting yeah although just people still do need like desperately need community and i feel like that is the one thing that we haven't oh, quite yeah. figured out how to do without yeah. a church like <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i think i mean i think you know i think churches still have you know their value i think you know it's yeah. just kind of like i think there's a broadening amongst like younger generations mm-hmm. i think we're starting to see just a yeah. broadening like people are just broadening. yeah they can there's more information beliefs. available you know there's yeah it's just yeah it doesn't have to be like a single thing like you can kind of embrace but a, a lot of different viewpoints mm-hmm. and, you know yeah i don't know it's interesting um yeah it's... but okay so on that i'll i'll finish the rest of what it says here um so if the new is fully understood and prepared for then this can be really rewarding but you know that's Mm -hmm. yeah you gotta stay prepared um remember that uh uranus brings change and forward movement um yet many traditions or social customs have roots in age-tested patterns that should not be overlooked yeah so it's you know part of this is like understanding that it's not throwing out everything right because there are things there's definitely value in, you know, some of the things that we've, you know, been some of the things that have been passed down, like over time. And so it's, you know, learning to kind of balance that, like keeping the, the valuable, but being open to moving forward as well. Right. Yeah. 
So what are we supposed to expect in this age of Aquarius? So what to expect when, you know, expecting the age of Aquarius. <laughs> um, these years are going to be a test of our humanity and our potential for growth. So when we think about the things that come out of these ages, we also have to consider the things that are going to bring that change, right? So like... Mm-hmm. You don't get the the positive benefit without kind of going through <laughs> right. the trenches the to get there, yeah. right? You got to go through <laughs> exactly. the shit. So, you know, um, <laughs> so when we see this like growth for humanity, that's great. But like, what are we going to have to go through to get to that growth? Because mm-hmm. right now I'm like looking at things. I'm like, yeah, I don't think we're just going to grow from anything that's happening right now. You know, like, I don't know right. what's, what is going to have to happen for us to change. Mm-hmm. And that's a scary That's part. a scary question, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, okay. Aquarius and air energy. It's all about communication and technology, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it gives us an opportunity to look at our situation from a different vantage point. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're thinking about technology. We're thinking about how we're communicating. We're definitely seeing a lot of that happening. Mm-hmm. Um so there's definitely going to be more space travel. We're already seeing that, right? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> people are out there, like trying to anyway. Yeah, I just okay, like okay. A quick side note. Um, yes, <laughs> I just got like this notification <laughs> that there was like these big like what what were they called? There was some kind of like not dead spots, but kind of like cool they're like these cool spots in the sun and they're like but big they were as large as six earths oh my god okay and it was scary you know it's like yeah it's like what does this mean like you know i'm like why is the earth why is the sun cooling like what's happening um so scary interesting (laughs) more on that um next time um so these are the things that are happening. So people are out there in space um, checking things out. So mm-hmm. we're learning more things about, I mean, we, we get to see all the cool pictures from, you know, the NASA, you know, the webcam and, mm-hmm. you know, just all the like, just amazing looking things that are happening out there in the universe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we're like, are we going to get to see that? I li- Okay. I literally had a child that was talking to me about being able to like go to different like planets and see like talking about all these things that exist like in the galaxy and they're like there are these other galaxies right and like don't you know there's got to be other humans out there or other and i was like or other life forms you know something yeah. out there and i was like she she was just she kept talking i was like i think you would enjoy this show it's called star trek because she's like <laughs> <laughs> the way she was talking about this conversation oh i was God. like not you I recommending just, Star Trek to I a child. I literally, in the fact that, I mean, like, the, if you knew the child that I recommend, like, this is a child that would never turn on Star Trek, but I'm like, the, the conversation that we're having, I'm like, this show is but literally about this. Give it a shot. <laughs> just give it a shot. You might have to, like, you, you might know. have to watch the new movie or something, like the newer version yeah. or something, but, like, I'm yeah. like, there's a whole show. It's been on for many many years, or it's not, well, it's not still on, but, you know, they still making remakes of movies and stuff. Mm-hmm. Star Trek. I love it. <laughs> it's but a also, whole series I, about this shit. I really love it when you have a conversation, especially with like 
an adolescent or like a young adult where they're like you can tell they're like having those thoughts for the first time and it's like I think something happens to your brain at a certain point in your development that makes you go like oh and like you start to feel really small you have like you know it's like it your brain is beginning to open up to like the existential Mm -hmm. world around you and it's like you hear them have these conversations like they're the first people to ever say anything like that. And it's just like, yeah, we've all been there at some point. We hope if you didn't like have your development arrested when you were like 14, hopefully right. you have had these thoughts at some point about like, there's more than just me out there and, yes. like, in whatever context. But a lot of times for like rebellious teenagers, it's like ah, life and there's something really like whimsical and like, sadly teenagery about the stars and like i don't know <laughs> i just yes. lo- i love that i love that you were having that conversation with a child <laughs> look i mean and i think the same child we were then we started having this whole conspiracy conversation like it was like it was wild like she was like i want to go to area 51 like i want the government she was like i want the president to let me in area 51 i was like yes what's going that on would be over there i think that's I how like we got know. there that's how we got to the space conversation and then she was Talking about going to these other galaxies and shit and doing all this shit. And I was like, it sounds like Star Trek to me. Like, it really sure does. <laughs> I was like, there's this show. I don't know if you've heard of it. If she hadn't heard of it, that's the funny thing. Like, I was like, she has not heard of Star Trek. Um, <laughs> so, the so. age of Aquarius. We're <laughs> yes. going to be out here in Star Trek. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Um, <laughs> More space travel. So, we're going to also be required to use our intellect. And the mm. cerebral qualities associated cerebral. with air energy to create new ideas and move the framework for what it means to be human. Mm. Okay. Okay. So, That's big, a big job. These are, yeah, these are <laughs> big job. Big job. These are some big ideas. Like, right? I think I'm like really, you know, the expanded consciousness just feels like a theme throughout mm-hmm. the entirety of the age of Aquarius. And I think a lot of people kind of feel like like as humans we're kind of done you know evolving. Right. But maybe maybe not. Maybe we expand our consciousness, maybe it becomes something else, you know? Who knows? Hello. If we can just Hello. all get there, we just wait. It's like this, this this thing I was learning this week, you know, this training I was at is the synchronicity of it like you know we got to get there together we all got to get there together yeah so if we don't all get there together we ain't gonna get there we're not gonna so, get there <laughs> we Straight all up, we're got not gonna to get, get there, there together. we got to come together Ooh, okay. so this is aquarius right this is this is what we're trying to get to um so this is going to require a shift in our perspectives Mm-hmm. Um, so Aquarius is all about the collective responsibility, right? Like we're not just, you know, this is not mm-hmm. Aries energy, right? <laughs> like this right. is not I'm right. me. It's just me. Yeah. Um, this is, is everybody and we're all mm-hmm. responsible for each other. Huh. And so we can't be responsible for each other if we don't all see each other mm-hmm. as equals and things like that, you know, like we have to yeah. get to that space. Um, before we can have collective responsibility. Mm -hmm. So, big jobs. Big job Mm -hmm. for us. For Um, all of us. Right, for all of us. So, another thing we talked about 
technological advancements, right? Mm. Um, so we know that's coming uh, with Aquarius, and it's and it's here, and it's and it's advancing. The advancements are advancing, okay? Okay. Um, <laughs> we've already seen that. For we've sure. we've seen it is it's advancing far. We find this stuff out. I'm like, oh my god, this is crazy! Like, wow, <laughs> yeah. wow, like. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so this the the age of Aquarius is going to bring this anticipation of rapid technological progress, innovation, mm-hmm. and a greater integration of technology into daily life. So you know, mm-hmm. we 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 have we already have a lot of technology in our daily lives. Like we're almost like d- dependent. I feel. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think, much. Yeah, I think we are already technologically dependent. Um, mm. So that's interesting to think about. Um, yeah. Have we? Has it gone too far? <laughs> right. It's like, and how far will it continue to go? Um, right. And what what are the repercussions? So, like, mm-hmm. you know, part of this again, we talk about collective responsibility is in the advancements and the things that we're creating, mm-hmm. how are we thinking about how this affects us and all in the long run? Um, I think we're, we're, we're not yet to that shift. We're, we haven't yeah. made that shift. <laughs> we're um, still <laughs> trying to get a lot of people on board that one, yeah. for sure. <laughs> so um, some of the current social or technology advancements that I've you know seen includes some of the widespread adoption of augmented reality. So that's our AR Mm -hmm. um, and virtual reality, VR technologies, Mm -hmm. um, and the continued development of social media platforms with enhanced features. Mm -hmm. A lot of enhanced features. Yes. (laughs) A lot of enhanced Enhanced. features on social media. Talk about augmented reality. Right. Um, and so we're also seeing the integration of in artificial intelligence, AI, mm-hmm. in various social applications. And I'm definitely seeing a lot more AI in, yeah. in my social. I'm like, wait, wait, I thought I was just, wait, I thought I was responding to this. Wait a minute, wait, I'm not, I'm not talking to the AI thing. Wait, what's going yeah. on? <laughs> yeah, the thing in Snapchat always pops up and I'm just like, I don't I don't want, want you. To, <laughs> like, I don't want to talk to the AI, okay? <laughs> want to talk to a real person okay he's like real person real person yeah please please anyway yeah a lot more of that lately a lot more of that and so um additionally we've got advancements in communication tools collaborative platforms and um the increasing use of data analytics for social Mm -hmm. insights um contribute to evolving landscape of social technology um, so we, we definitely know about that. Like definitely mm-hmm. me analyzing all the things all the time. All the like, things all the time. All the things. So um, looking at the numbers, looking at this, looking at that. Oh, mm-hmm. this kind of, these kind of people listen to this and, you know, mm-hmm. just getting into all the data. So there's a lot of data selling happening, you know. Yes. Uh, Man. <laughs> uh, my data, I just kind of gave up on like trying to hide my data, save for like my credit card information, like just right. whatever you can have it. I, if you really need to find me, you probably can. Like <laughs> I'm telling you at this point, it's I'm like, is it? It's I think it's too late. It's just yeah. It's too there's late no for privacy. Me. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> you with your six it's, Instagram accounts, like right, <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> and that's just Instagram. Yeah, I'm like, I mean, I was we were talking about. Did we talk about this scam? Well, we're on topic. 
the scam yeah. that they're doing right now um, with the voice, the AI voice that like mimics your loved one, oh, or like someone you know. Oh my but god! They're, like, no, it's yes. horrifying. So this happened to my coworker actually, like <gasps> last week. And it was, like, this two-hour traumatic event. Like, she thought her daughter was, like, kidnapped. And they were, I mean, demanding money and all this stuff. Um, But they, I mean, they use, like, some kind of AI bot. And they mimic, they, I mean, they get the voice from, like, social media or something. And I'm like... Well, damn, we have a whole podcast. So my, right. <laughs> like, my voice yeah. is just out here, baby. Like, it's just out here. That's um, crazy. I didn't know that people were getting, like, was she targeted by someone specific? Or, like, did, did she, is it just totally random? Like, I don't know. And that's, and you just, I mean, I don't know how, <laughs> I just, I don't know. It's, it. you know, I get into, like, it's just, it's sad because, you know, it's, like, people just use things that are mm-hmm. cool, like, things that are, like, can be useful. <laughs> use it for just good, turn God it damn it. Into like, something evil. Right. Like, I mean, and that is, like, like, the scariest shit, you know. But it's, that, that could be literally anything, and it's, like, okay, was it even worth bringing into the world if we were just gonna do this, like, terrible shit with it instead right. of, like, using it for... I don't know just like the things that we focus our effort on seems so crazy to me like the things mm-hmm. that our society puts value on it's just like we gotta get that together before we like <laughs> yeah i don't know are gonna go anywhere in this this particular age i blame capitalism you know man um. everything comes back, <laughs> just comes to, back capitalism. to capitalism <laughs> um so Again, we're talking about the humanitarian focus of this age, you know, Mm -hmm. we're expecting an increase of global awareness, empathy, Mm -hmm. and collective emphasis on humanitarian efforts and social justice. How do we get there? Shit has to go down. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) what are we saying? Shit's going to go down because we have to have something move the needle. Mm -hmm. Um, Right. So I don't know. Um... I guess we should prepare. This is what this is the this is what's coming to prepare. me right now. As I'm like, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> something is going to have to happen for this. We're to having come about. an existential crisis live <laughs> on air. Both of us are like, I think that was the danger with this particular episode, right, this episode and why like, it took oh us so God. long to do it. Right? Like, how do you do this without considering all the shit? Like, this you have to think is... about it pretty deeply. That's yeah. That's what's required. Absolutely. So, again, like spiritual awakening, that's another piece of this. Um, Mm -hmm. So there's predictions of shift towards spiritual exploration. We're definitely Mm -hmm. seeing that. Mm -hmm. Um, Heightened intuition, right? A lot more tapping in. A lot more people tapping into, you know, self, like in in spirit from, you know, experiencing spirit within self, like all of these Mm -hmm. things. Intuition. you know, in a more profound connection between individuals and their spiritual beliefs. Huh. Okay. So it's not, you know, it's it's not again, it's not that people are abandoning spirituality. Right. They're just not. there's just expansion, you know? We're expanding. Hmm. Um so we're also we're thinking about collaborative communities. So we've got forecasts of more interconnected world fostering collaboration, mm-hmm. community building. The mm-hmm. sense of unity amongst the diverse groups. Hmm. Right? Okay. Like, okay, it's coming. Okay. How are but we going to come yeah. together? 
this gives me like some hope that like something is around the corner, you know? Yeah. It's I coming. Guess. It's got to yeah. come. Now, again, you know, the age is 2,000 years. Will I we mean, see what? it? I don't know what part no, we're going to see. Certainly but. not. But <laughs> we might see the I chaos hope. pop off. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so, also, environmental consciousness. Now, we got to get here, right? Like, we're... Mm-hmm. We're in crisis. Yeah. So there are hopes for a heightened environmental awareness um, with focus on sustainable practices and a collective commitment to addressing environmental change, challenges. Um, yeah. So, yeah, like, challenges. I mean, we are in that space, right? Like, we are having to figure this thing out because we're like, oh, yeah, we're kind of killing this, this, this planet, planet that, that we're we living on. on. Yeah. <laughs> like, what's yeah. what are we going to do? And now we're <laughs> do got matter. folks out in space trying to figure some shit out. Like, uh, <laughs> we got to figure it out. <laughs> we're killing it. <laughs> so <laughs> we're definitely going to have to make those shifts. Um, so I want to get a, lin- a little into like some cultural beliefs, right? Um, okay. About the age of Aquarius. Because there's some varying cultural beliefs. Mm-hmm. Um, so, of course, we have astrology. Right. Um, and so, um, in Western astrology, the age of Aquarius, you know, is associated with those characteristics of innovation and progress and the humanitarian ideals. So, you know, all the things we just talked about, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, we talk about um, it's being associated with specific qualities and changes in the cosmic influences affecting humanity mm-hmm. um so that's that's what astrology is giving us yeah. and so we get into a individual freedom intellectualism and innovation mm-hmm. humanitarianism mm-hmm. and then unconventional spirituality so mm. we talked about those things <laughs> we always um, say aquarius is a cult leader so like you know yeah we're, we're getting group consciousness mm-hmm. okay Mm-hmm. Um, so we've got to put it all together. We're putting all of us together. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is going to just give us a broad astrological concept, right? So um, astrology doesn't all agree on everything. Sure. But this is just broad. <laughs> so more about some other cultural considerations here. So we've got New Age Spirituality. Um, in their concept of the age of Aquarius. And so this is more of a time of spiritual awakening, Mm -hmm. enlightenment, and evolution in consciousness. So we're really focused on that, like, that consciousness piece Mm -hmm. here. Um, And so this perspective often includes ideas of, like, increased intuition and empathy Mm -hmm. and deeper connection to spirituality. Hmm. So... A lot of your, like, spiritual communities, you know, like, yeah. if we just, you know, if we get closer to this, you know, then we're all going to evolve, right? We're talking about evolving consciousness and, mm-hmm. you know, and then you get into some other things. We want, you know, get into, like, 5D. It gets real and, woo-woo, you know, like, real fast, <laughs> It gets you real know? woo-woo yeah. over here in the, the new age place, but, you know, um, <laughs> New Age um, spirituality, you know, the Age of Aquarius is often viewed as, you know, a time of profound spiritual transformation and awakening. So um, we've got conscious evolution. So we've got New Age thinkers. They often emphasize the idea of conscious evolution, suggesting that humanity is undergoing a collective shift in awareness and consciousness. Mm -hmm. So and this is going to be seen as a crucial part of our spiritual evolution. Okay. So we're, we're in a crucial stage as, <laughs> I mean, as new yeah. age spirituality is concerned. And so then we've got unity consciousness. 
Um, so then there's the belief that in the emergence of a unity consciousness during the age of Aquarius, uh, where people are more interconnected and aware of interconnectedness with each other, the planet and the cosmos. So, okay. So we're all, every, this is very so like, everything's everything is everything, everything's, everything's connected. connected. Um, <laughs> everything is everything. Yeah. Everything is everything. Yes. Which, okay, so this is, <laughs> this is so interesting to me because especially considering like we're coming out of the age of Pisces and I feel like it's very Piscean of us to be like so accepting of these ideas. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, totally. Everything's everything. Everything's connected. Like there's so much more. Right. There's, it's like, it's almost feels like sometimes when I think about these sorts of things that like there's a level of consciousness that I can acknowledge is like there and there's like more to it that I don't understand, but also like I don't understand it. So I'm kind of just like, right. Okay. Yep. There it is. It's, it's up there. Why wouldn't that be a possibility? But also Mm -hmm. I I can't explain it to you. I don't really know. (laughs) Like, Yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's, you know, it's like, yeah, but I mean, yeah, you know, it's there. Yeah. I'm thinking, I'm just doing (laughs) the whole thing where I'm thinking in concepts. Like, that feels like what the age of Aquarius is trying to to, to give us. A lot of conceptual thinking. Absolutely. This might be the most, I know we're talking about the age of Aquarius and it's not ruled by Neptune, but this feels like a very Neptunian episode. (laughs) It does feel very Neptune. <laughs> That's interesting. We're, that just, <laughs> we're talking about so many like meta concepts. I feel like meta concepts yes. and like just things that are hard. Even I'm struggling to like wrap my brain around it a little bit. I'm, but I'm also like on the verge of having an existential crisis. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm trying not to take it too too you know too deep on it. Yes. Um. Anyway, go on. I just had to so, say that. <laughs> So our new agers are also getting into alternative healing practices. Yes. We love that. Um, We're all about so, that shit. <laughs> you know, okay. Energy work, mm-hmm. holistic approaches to well-being. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the age of Aquarius is sometimes associated with an increased acceptance and integration of these practices into mainstream culture. Oh. Definitely seeing some of that. Yeah. Like, you know. Some of my favorite reality shows, we got the girls going to sound baths. I'm like, okay, look at y'all. Yeah. It's almost, it feels like we're like kind of almost reverting back to like, we're moving away from Western medicine in a lot of ways. Yeah. There's a lot more. Yeah. Ancient practices, but they're also like becoming modernized and like more widely Mm -hmm. accepted. Like people are researching science behind these sort of ancient healing alternatives. Like, yeah, I don't know. I think this is interesting. That is interesting. I just, well, it's interesting. I was on Instagram for like a brief moment this morning and it instantly got pulled into this um, company that has um, like crushed herbs and Mm -hmm. herbal blends um, that they sell. But it pulled me in because it said it was HSA and FSA approved. Oh. And I was like, oh, what? And so then I clicked on it and I was like, now hold on. Um, I was like, let me check this out because I can use my HSA with it. Yes. So, you know, because I'm like, now, you know, I can crush up some things over here. Right. in my kitchen because I got the, the herbs and the, the things. I yeah. got the things. Hell yeah. But I'm like, hey, I can use my HSA and, you know, buy this little mix that they make. And we they got that. their own little blends. Okay. So, very interesting. So, yeah, it's just becoming more 
mainstream. People are definitely getting into herbal medicine and Mm -hmm. ancient medicines, getting back into like ancestral practice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a lot of that is coming back. Um, Esoteric knowledge. Mm -hmm. Um, So very, you know, wisdoms from various spiritual traditions, Mm -hmm. blending and synthesizing these teachings to create more holistic understanding of spirituality and existence. Mm. I feel like that, I feel like that's very much where I live. <laughs> like, yeah, kind yeah, of. Yeah, just some everything. Like, yeah, just take it all. Mm-hmm. Like, why we gotta just be one thing? Right, like, can I just enjoy this, all the things? Yeah, this over here is good too. I wanna take that in too. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, also, we've got alignment with the cosmic energies. So, some are believing that the age of Aquarius is going to bring a heightened alignment with cosmic energies mm-hmm. and facilitating spiritual growth, mm-hmm. psychic abilities, oh. and a deeper connection to the universe. So, we are really tapped in. You know, the third eyes are open. Third eyes we're, open. <laughs> we're out here, baby. Okay. Um, so, it is important to note that the new age, spirit, new age spirituality is diverse and the beliefs do vary widely mm-hmm. among individuals. Mm-hmm. So, you know, don't take that as like, this is what, you know, these people, you know, this is just, a, that is a generalization. Yeah. Um, and so just take that into consideration. Um, so the, the emphasis is often on personal spiritual experience, self-discovery, and a more inclusive and holistic worldview. So again, you know, it does kind of vary from person to person. Sure. Um, so then we've got Hindu astrology. Oh, I don't so know we, very much about Hindu astrology. Yeah, so we haven't gotten much into Hindu astrology, and it, it's really because, yeah, I'm like, I'm not well studied and like Me Vedic either. and Hindu. I'm <laughs> yeah. just like, I, I'm, I'm still, you know, I'm like, look, I feel like it's, it's so much right here. Yeah. Um, but I am very interested to eventually get there, mm-hmm. but. I just don't think that is it's right now. Yeah, there's not, too much other right astrology now. things to like know right now, but like one one at a time, you know. Maybe when we go on break, maybe yeah, when we go on break we go. again, I'll I'll, I'll venture into it. But <laughs> so um, the yugas, um, so that's Hindu astrology. Mm-hmm. Um, in Hindu cosmology, there's a similar concept called yugas, mm-hmm. and some associate the age of Aquarius with the transition from the Kali Yuga, which is an age of darkness and decline, to the Satya Yuga, which is the age of truth and righteousness. Okay. Hmm. So in Hindu astrology, the concept of the Yugas plays a significant role in understanding the cosmic cycles and the evolution of human consciousness. Hmm. So those Yugas are four distinct ages that repeat in a cyclical manner. So. Interesting. Those four yugas, we're going to just hit them real yeah, quick. Yeah. Um, we've got the Satya Yuga, so that's the golden age. And so that's characterized by virtue, righteousness, and truth. And so that's believed to be the age of perfection and purity. Mm-hmm. Then we have the Treta Yuga, that's the silver age. And so then that's a decline from the perfection of the Satya Yuga, mm-hmm. where virtue diminishes and then there's a slight decrease in righteousness. So we're just going down a little bit. We're just <laughs> a little less righteous. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, hold on. Okay, so then, then we have the Devapara Yuga. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the Bronze Age. There's a further decline 
in virtue and righteousness were just getting worse. Uh-huh. Um, and in this age, the spiritual awareness of humanity decreases. <laughs> Uh-huh. Okay. It's just a whole decrease. And then we have the Kali Yuga, and that's the Iron Age, and that is considered the darkest age, characterized by a significant decline in virtue, morality, and spirituality. And it is believed to be an age of strife and discord. <laughs> is that, And that's what we're in right now, supposedly? <laughs> or what we yeah, just came out of? Like, I can right. totally see that. It's been bad out here for a lot of it, you know? Yes, because, right, because we're in a cycle. So once we come through Kali, we come back to Satya. So we're going to come back to it. So, again, the decline, the darkest age. Again, what, how dark does it get? How dark does it get? I don't know. So, <laughs> I don't know. I don't, you sounded scared know. when you said you sorry, were like, I'm sorry. Mom, come pick me up. I don't know. <laughs> scary. Christine's scaring me on this podcast. Uh, <laughs> I love it. Okay. So, <laughs> Go on. <laughs> the cycle of you is uh, sets repeat in a continuous loop. So some interpretations suggest that we are currently in the Kali Yuga. Mm-hmm. And the transition to a new yuga, possibly a more virtuous one, will follow. Mm-hmm. So now, while Hindu astrology doesn't precisely align with Western astrological concepts like the Age of Aquarius, there are some shared themes of cyclical cosmic patterns and the belief in a progression of ages with varying spiritual ability- qualities. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. Huh. That's just a little bit from Hindu astrology. Just a little, yeah. little toe in the water there. I'm fascinated. I'm, I'm glad that you brought that into the, the perspective because I think we mostly, you know, we don't, we haven't delved into a lot of, you know, this. And I, I think it's, I know. it's good to offer both perspectives for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So another perspective we talk about is the Mayan calendar interpretation. So I don't know if anyone saw, you know, the movie 2012 or- <laughs> You we know, all knew into, what was coming in 2012. You know, everyone yeah. was like, ah, 2012. Mm-hmm. So um, while the Mayan calendar is distinct from Western t- astrology, like nothing, yeah, very distinct. Mm-hmm. Um, some people do draw connections between the end of the Mayan long count calendar in 2012 and the beginning of a new era, mm-hmm. which some may think or may link to the age of Aquarius. Hmm. Okay. Okay. So the Mayan calendar is known for its precision and complexity. And so it consists of various cycles. And one of the notable cycles is the long count calendar. Mm-hmm. While the Mayan calendar doesn't explicitly align with the Western concept of the age of Aquarius, there are some connections and interpretations. So. Okay. The end of the long count in 2012, some individuals influenced by New Age beliefs. This New Age shit's coming right back for you. The New Age people, <laughs> yeah, they're very influential. Yes. Uh, <laughs> associated the end of the, long, the Mayan long count calendar in 2012 with a transformative period. So while mainstream Mayanist scholars rejected apocalyptic interpretations, some saw it as a symbolic shift in consciousness. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. That that would make more sense because obviously we're still here, you know, mm-hmm. unless we right. switch timelines or something. I don't know. But like, you know. Hey. Um, yeah. Knows? The world didn't end in 2012 as, as some suspected. So that would right. be a good explanation. Mm-hmm. 
So then we have galactic alignment. Ooh. Okay. So the Mayan calendar is sometimes linked to astronomical events, including the galactic alignment where the December solstice sun aligns with the center of the Milky Way. Okay. And so this alignment is uh, said to occur around the same time as the end of the long count, Mm -hmm. contributing to ideas of a significant cosmic shift. Hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. So then we have a transition to a new era. So rather than predicting a doomsday scenario, some interpretations suggested that the end of a long count Mark the transition to a new era potentially characterized by spiritual growth, mm-hmm. higher consciousness, and positive transformations. Mm. So that, you know, that feels like, okay, all right. Yeah. That's, that's Lincoln. That's Lincoln. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's important to note that Mayan civilization did not explicitly predict cataclysmic events mm-hmm. associated with the end of the long count. And many scholars view such interpretations as speculative (laughs) and not rooted in Mayan beliefs. Sure. Um, But the Mayan calendar is, uh, with its intricate cycles, does reflect Maya's sophisticated understanding of time and and astronomy. Okay. So, Hmm. they was doing their thing. They they sure were. They sure were. They thing, thing. (laughs) Um, So... The last thing we are going to get into is just a little blurb on esoteric traditions. Mm. Um, and so, you know, it's 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 kind of links, you know, with our um, our new age, you know, esoteric. We're all. Up. Yeah, they all. Um, there's so, a lot of overlap here for sure. Yeah. So esoteric and mystical traditions may have some unique interpretations here. Um, so often tying the age of Aquarius to spiritual growth, higher consciousness and harmonious coexistence among people. So if you, you know, you notice those themes, like mm-hmm. even throughout, like aside from the, the doomsday, I guess, mm-hmm. <laughs> like predictions, right? <laughs> um, you know, most people are, you know, most belief systems are that they're, you know, there is this time that we, you know, go through this thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's a greater consciousness and morality and, like, growth and evolution that comes in this time. Mm-hmm. Um, so what to expect in the Aquarius age? <laughs> Man, I feel thoroughly terrified. Um <laughs> But, you know, I feel like this is information that we needed to hear, you know? You know, I think it's like, I think of it like, maybe maybe I'm just channeling Jessica and Yana right now. I don't oh. know. It's like, you know, not for us to be afraid. Yes. But, you know, we know we have some challenges ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we just, you know, we got to be ready to meet the challenges. You know, we got to be ready. We got to be armored up and not necessarily, you know fighting wise in the weapons but you know we just we gotta be ready gotta be ready for you know what's coming prepare your mind yeah (laughs) use your intellect think hopefully it doesn't have to come to anything crazy yeah you know but we gotta come together we gotta figure it out like (laughs) we're not gonna make it if we don't we're not gonna make it we all we got y'all we all we got Well, I I was about to say, should we take a break so we can kind of prepare our minds or, you know, kind of get ready to get ready for the age of Aquarius? 
Um, but also, we don't have a horoscope this week, so... We don't. Do we just so... leave them with the age of Aquarius? <laughs> <laughs> Do we just leave it there? Do we just leave it there? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I guess we, we do leave you this week. I think that's where we leave you this week. So, you know, not well, we're not on a bad note. Hey, no, you know, we're just, no. you know, it's still hopeful. There's a lot of great things coming, I think. You know, it sounds like in the age of Aquarius. Now, it's a yeah. long, it's a long age. So, you know, Look. again, what part of it are we going to see? I don't know. All we might it- just see a lot of technology <laughs> advancing. And then later, as we're like ghosts or yeah. we're reincarnated or whatever we're about to do. <laughs> While we're here, ghosts, you know, yeah. we'll be like, "Damn, this would have been nice." Like, Ooh, they fucked it up. I that's would... where they fucked it up. That's uh, it wasn't us. It wasn't us. Yeah, there we go. Well, yeah, maybe we'll see. We won't really be around by the time it gets good, but we'll. Uh, I don't know, man. Or we'll see. Oh no, it was us. It was us. Oh, it was definitely us. We were definitely the problem. Yeah, we were the problem for sure. Well, right now, I want everybody to go ponder whether or not they're the problem. Um, <laughs> and then, while you're at it, maybe, you know, give us a shout on social media. Christine, you want to tell them where they can find us, how they can reach us? Hit us up. Uh, Trash Gremlin. Hit us up. Hey, girl. hit or, us up. Per- I don't even know person? if you're a girl. I'm sorry. Trash person. person? Hit us up. <laughs> they identify as a gremlin, obviously. Gremlin. <laughs> hit us up. Um, but if you would like to contact us, um, comments, questions, requests for readings, mm-hmm. anything, anything you like, um, our email is such a Pisces pod at gmail.com. Hey. And that's spelled S U C H A P I S C E S P O D at gmail.com. And as always, you can also find us at Such a Pisces Pod on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Threads, TikTok, like literally anywhere you can find us. That's where at Such a Pisces Pod. So we we are here. Hit us up. Um, answer our polls. Um, you know, send us an email. Rate us five stars. All of the things. All the things, y'all. And as usual. Stay safe in these streets. <laughs> and of course, um, seduce and scheme safely. Okay. Protect your energy, y'all. Bye. Bye.